0: Welcome to the Perky Caller Radio Show, where we talk to entrepreneurs from across the globe to learn why they started their company, what mistakes they've made, what they learned from those mistakes, and they all share an incredible success story. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Perky Caller Radio Show. I'm your host, David M. Frankel. Today, I'm so excited to introduce to you Austin Netsley. He's the founder and CEO of 2x.co. Good evening, Austin. How are you today?
1: Good evening, David. I'm doing amazing. Uh, It's a beautiful day, and hopefully we can give some value here today. Excellent.
0: Well, I hope so. I'm counting on it. So, Austin, kick us off with the why. Why did you start
1: 2x.co? Uh, I had four other businesses before and everything was kind of a stepping stone to what I really wanted to do when I grew up. And uh, actually, I feel really blessed to, to figure that out because a lot of people will go a long time without figuring that out. So I had started multiple businesses, like I said, and uh, I knew that necessarily what I wanted and they were really just like with the best opportunity, but I wanted to give back And I wanted to really master the game of business. So now what we do is one-on-one business coaching um, uh, to teach other people how, uh, or the better and simpler way that I've learned through other businesses on how to scale. So it was really a gap in the marketplace uh, of somebody that was doing hands-on coaching in the way that I was looking for when I was coming up, combined with my two passions of really giving back and making uh, an impact on people's lives with the business world and just this endless game that we can always learn and improve from a business standpoint so that's why i started 2x
0: excellent so the idea is to double your business i assume that's the model of the name
1: exactly so double your business double your freedom we focus on getting the entrepreneur free from the day-to-day because oftentimes we're wearing a hundred different hats Uh, so if we can get the entrepreneur free from the day-to-day a not only does this lead to better personal life outside of business and way less stress but also Mm -hmm. then we're able to focus on some of the right things and grow the business more consistently so it's double your business double your freedom so it makes me wonder
0: if Grant Cardone is ten x. <laughs>
1: how does that
0: do you guys correlate with each other?
1: Uh, I love ten x because it's a great way of thinking. But here's the thing: is it's not about thinking. Uh, uh, uh just bigger you have to actually think about execution as well and that's where most small business owners really fall off so we focus on doubling because it's much more actionable so uh, you can get people in Grant Cardone can get people hyped up and excited uh, but they're like very few people are actually 10xing but the real way to 2x is focus on okay here's where we're at how do we double from here? And then once you get there, how do you double again? And if you do that, you're much more action-based and, and execution-focused. Uh, and that's how you actually start to grow and grow exponentially. So I would say our success stories uh, uh, parallel to basically better than any of the marketing gurus are, that are out there. And we focus on a much more consistent, predictable focus instead of this huge hype overnight uh, kind of method.
0: Yeah, it seems much more measurable, too. I mean, it seems mm-hmm. you know nothing wrong with pipe dreams. Obviously, The Magic of Thinking Big is a great book. Uh, but I think as a business owner, you look at your revenue from 2022, and I think a reasonable goal would be to increase by 25% or 30%. So even if it could double, it's still an extreme increase. To think 10X, yeah. it just seems so unreasonable, so, un- so unrealistic. It's almost like, it's just hype. It's like, it's not even realistic. I understand yeah. the mental side of it. Like if you think bigger then if you fall at a two X or three X, you still had a major accomplishment, but I still feel like I missed my, my goal. So, so if totally. I go 2X and I hit one, one and a half, 1.75, I still feel like I came pretty darn close to hitting my goal.
1: Yeah, you're, you're progressing, right? And that's what we just need to do. It's like every single quarter, how are we progressing and moving forward and setting our future self up for success? But so many people are talking about these grand schemes of how they're going to 10X. But when they actually look at it, they had the same goals and they're pretty much in the same spot as they were a year ago. So again, we want to focus more on the execution. But what we say is 10X is a way of thinking because we do love to think big and think strategically and think outside the box versus what we're doing, because that really has you challenge your model and your marketing and everything. So think big, but then bring it back to, hey, what are we going to do? So we say 10x is a way of thinking, 2x is a way of doing.
0: I love that differentiation. Very good. So walk me through, Austin, your ideal client. Uh, you work with product-based, service-based, base, uh, service yeah. what, what do you focus on? What do you feel like you've had the most success with?
1: Yeah, we, uh, we focus on service-based businesses uh, that are six and seven figures. So mostly, uh, most of our clients are between $250,000 per year in revenue, up to about $5 million per year in revenue. Uh, so they got a small team of anywhere from, let's say, three to 20 people. Uh, and we really focus on uh, service-based businesses because there's so much that we can do from a systems and operational uh, standpoint to really streamline the business. And again, the entrepreneur founders founders free from the day-to-day and focused on the right things. So uh, service-based businesses have been really our bread and butter. And I started pretty wide. Like we have everything from agencies to uh, coaches and consultants, to uh, online uh, courses, to professional services. And I started pretty wide to see where we would get the most traction. But we talk talk about very fundamental business methodologies and strategies that we've stayed fairly broad in the service-based realm. Very good. Is
0: there and I realize you mentioned some services right there, but are there some that you've seen just incredible growth from s- certain services that you find have been the most productive or the clients you work with have been had the most success? are there a yeah. similar service or the results in they uh, have been all over the place with service businesses?
1: It it definitely varies as far as the results uh, uh, from a short period of time, but over time, we're trying to achieve the same thing. So, for instance, the ones that we get really good success in a pretty short period of time, and like a few period or a, few, a period of a few months, uh, are high ticket more scalable coaching programs of of sorts, uh, because those are uh, things that we can move, you know, pretty quickly and easily and and not necessarily need a a huge, uh, a human capital uh, element behind it. But for instance, an accountant, they're going to grow much more consistently and controllably over time, but not as fast, but like over a period of a couple of years, they're going to far outpace the rest of the accountants around them uh, by, you know, implementing some of the strategies that we talk about. So I would say, um, the high ticket programs definitely have more of the overnight, faster kind of growth, big, big success stories. But we're really trying to create uh, the like best in class growth across every single different segment.
0: Very good. I love top three lists. So walk me through a top three ideal clients, industries you just are dying to work with because you feel like the opportunities is huge and the top three that you don't want to work with, right? So maybe we'll call it the bottom three you don't want to work with because it's just a tough service and you just haven't had great results with them or the industry is just very tricky, very competitive, and it's hard to double their business. Could you give me a top three and a bottom three?
1: Sure. Uh, top three, I would say, are uh, those high ticket coaching programs that I talked about. So this could be, uh, for instance, an online group program, let's say, or maybe that's a little bit of one on one in group. And it's anywhere between uh, five thousand dollars and fifty thousand dollars to join. If that's a, a something we can really move the needle in a pretty big way. It's scalable, uh, uh, very profitable, uh, and we can you know, do a little bit from an operational and marketing perspective and it being a really good spot. Um Next is, uh, I would say agencies. Agencies are really good because there's so much uh, operational waste. Uh, And then I would say uh, other uh, uh, service-based businesses that aren't necessarily agencies but are close to it, such as uh, we have a a good number of like um, uh, staffing companies. Uh, So any type of company that uh, very much acts like an a a hands-on service, but has an online element, we can, again, support in a big way. I would say uh, three that are on the bottom side that we don't work necessarily as well with, uh, one is those that work with big corporations. So if there is a six uh, month to two year kind of a life cycle, uh, it just takes too long for somebody to really get an ROI to see, and have the feedback loop of, hey, is what we're doing working? So we like to really create an irresistible offer and work through things uh, pretty quickly and know within a period of a couple of weeks, uh, whereas some of those corporate gigs will take just so long that it just creates a little bit of a friction in the uh, the patience that the client has for what we're trying to do. Uh, the other is a technology. Technology is a totally different beast, hiring engineering teams and bu- building all that. That's just not the language and things that we use. Um, so I would say that's one. And then um, we do have, uh, uh, some massive success stories from, uh, ecom e companies, but we oftentimes try to steer away from them, especially if they're low ticket, because a lot of what we focus on is operational excellence and time freedom. And, and some of these things, we don't focus as much on like the latest marketing hacks and the biggest ad strategies. So we don't focus as much on the marketing. So anybody that's really dependent on a lot of ad spend, those are again, not our bread and butter.
0: Okay. I think it's very helpful because I think anytime you started a business, and how long has this business been in operation?
1: Five years. Yeah, five years, and we've worked with about 500 businesses. That's incredible. So
0: 2008, roughly. Um, is that right? 2008 thousand eight. 18. Oh, 18. I'm sorry. Uh, 2023. There you go. 2018. There you go. Oh, Fix my map. <laughs> okay. 18, five years. Uh, obviously, you've had a chance to see some great success, some challenging companies and you've gone through your different ups and downs and you learn a lot from those different programs and different uh, systems you put in place would you say there's any challenges or mistakes that you may have made in launching campaigns or consulting or coaching that you look back on and say well for future reference if we take on this type of client again or this type of service again we probably should do it this way instead is there anything that kind of Uh, lingers in your mind of learning opportunities that some of our listeners can learn from and avoid the same mistake?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I would say the first one that comes up is is uh, one of our key frameworks that we teach is called Model 1. And it's basically how to get something called product market fit, which is getting really clear on who you serve and how you serve them in such a way that you can take a cold audience and convert them pretty quickly. So I would say us not narrowing in and staying fairly broad with six and seven figure service-based businesses has led to Uh, it taking much longer from a marketing perspective, but uh, we've thought about spinning off different uh, branches of of 2X that are much more specific, like uh, 2X for uh, roofers, right? And that way we could be very specific with the marketing and the messaging and the sales and the delivery. And that would make things a lot uh, 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 easier uh, and better converting there. So we've thought about being much more specific with who we serve and how uh, and breaking that up. And we haven't done that just yet. Uh, and, And things work well, but it takes us sometimes six to eight months to convert somebody instead of inside 30 days if the messaging was really nailed. So I would say that's a big one that stands out.
0: Makes sense. And I think as every business owner, like you said, you started in 2018, got five years into it. I think when you first start, you're just looking for business. Like yeah, you're, not right. really too, you know, you're not too focused yet, laser focused yet. So you kind of take on whatever you can. And some clients were just as much work as the bigger clients. You're like, well, as much as we love working with this type of clientele, it's just so much work and so much time and not a lot of payoff. So let's try and avoid those kind of. So you, you learn from your mistakes, you learn what works, what doesn't work, what focuses on your strengths and your weaknesses. And like you said, you know, product market fit, it's gotta be the right type of business. You gotta learn about the industry as well. And I'm sure that some industries that are more exciting to you and more enjoyable to work with and are less competitive, or more competitive. And it's nice that as time goes on, you can become a little more selective as to who you take on. And again, you learn from the mistakes and it helps you uh, pivot and uh, uh, you know, pick on new clients that you feel have, you have confidence in getting even better results because you've done it before for previous clients.
1: Yep. Yep. Absolutely.
0: Uh, walk me through uh, a success story, Austin. Maybe a, a client you took on that was struggling and just couldn't quite get results uh, yeah. in the service business and you took them on. And you learned and you grew and now they're just gangbusters. They're, they're really doing well. And you look back and say, man, if we, if we can get that kind of success for every client, this company is going to blow up. Uh, but yeah. something you are so proud of, like they become part of your family because you've come so close and you're so proud of their success. Is there yeah, anyone the first the of all their your head that just you're so proud of and reinforces that why you got started? five years ago. Oh,
1: oh, absolutely. And the success stories, you're exactly right. Like, lead back to the passion and why and, you know, the impact that that, that, uh, that we want to make. And it doesn't matter if you're selling coaching services or widgets, you can still you know have passion and a mission uh, that, you're, that you're trying to live out. So uh, one uh, for us that comes up is is a guy named John Murphy. So John came to us and he was working over 100 hours a week uh, and he was just absolutely burnt out. He said uh, one morning he uh, was having breakfast with his wife and he started crying into his cereal. And his, his wife was like, all right, John, something has to change here. So that's when he went and started looking into different coaching services and he hired us. And uh, within uh, four months, uh, John went from 100 to 110 hours a week uh, down to uh, about 10 hours per week working in the business. Yeah. and. It was really really interesting because in those first few months so at at the end of three months he was about at 30 hours a week um so at the end of three months he was like guys this has been life-changing this has been absolutely unbelievable but i haven't grown and your guys's brand is to double your business and and we were like john there's a process here we're working you through the process you're doing the exact right steps you are getting ready that now that you have a more scalable fulfillment, now that you have time, now that we have very good clarity on your numbers, now we can pull these couple of levers and now you're gonna grow. He's like kind of reluctant, he's just like kind of anxious to grow and within uh, six months after joining. So uh, uh, again, his time went down, but now we had the time to focus on the right things. Uh, after six months, he had gone to 10 hours working per week. Uh, and he went from $67,000 per month in revenue to over $503,000 per month in revenue. So he more than seven X his business as he reduced his time working, uh, by nearly a 10th, uh, which was a, a huge success story. So again, the point here is, is like the path to success is to first Get free from the weeds, get in control of your time, because then you can think more strategically, you can have a more scalable business, and then we can start to focus on some of the right things. So it's really important to combine combine those two things that we started the the podcast with is talking about time freedom and growth and how those go together.
0: That's a great story. What an incredible growth for him and with the extra money, he can hire more people and this becomes so much more scalable when you have that kind of time. It goes back yep. to old, in your business or on your business, and I think every entrepreneur, every business owner, just gets trapped and working in and working in and working in, and they never can get their head up, you know, for air long enough to actually work on the business. Working on the business is kind of what they do in their spare time and when they're not sleeping, uh, yep. because they work so much in the business. But if you can, you know, give them confidence and give them the the freedom to work on the business, uh, that's it's gangbusters. It's amazing how scalable a business becomes when you. Don't put as much time in the business. Hire people to do the job you're doing or even do the work you don't want to do anymore. Uh, Start working on the business and give them that vision that it's possible and to take a leap of faith and it's okay. Uh, Walk me through, what kind of business did John have? Is it, are you Uh, allowed to share that? You don't necessarily name the company name, but what type of business was it?
1: Yeah, he actually had a, a high ticket e-com uh, a business. So I mentioned okay. before that a low ticket, we don't we don't usually uh, like to work with, uh, but he had a high ticket uh, e-com business um, and he was actually selling e-bikes for hunters. So that's a very ne- Interesting. A, a, a clear niche. Uh, and we just like really leaned in and really scaled up. I, again, his main channels with a few th- uh, different tweaks, um, but we've got a, a ton of success stories, but uh, the service-based ones that are like a true service that we're delivering, we're not going to be able to seven X that, you know, in three or six months, like, like we have some of our other clients that have a high ticket offering of some kind.
0: Right. That's incredible. And I'm sure there obviously is not a lot of competition for, you know, uh, e-bikes for hunters. So that's definitely very niche. Um, with the internet, there's no, you know, there's no limitations. You can market all over the city, the state, the country. You can go international. Obviously if you're dealing with a bike, you're dealing with shipping and you know, that type of thing. But at the same time, if someone wants something that niche, they're willing to pay whatever it takes to get that unique item.
1: Exactly. You're right. And do
0: you have any limitations on my listeners? So if my listeners in California or New York or out of the country, is there any limitations for your consulting work at all?
1: Uh, No, we work with people all over the globe. So we have uh, clients in, uh, I would say, probably six different time zones. We've got coaches in six different time zones. So we got people all throughout the world. And uh, you know what we talk about, again, are the fundamentals of business and building uh, what we call a business machine. So we want the business to be consistent, predictable, and scalable, and not reliant on you uh, as the uh, entrepreneur. So that's applicable, again, to uh, any business, but especially service-based businesses.
0: Makes sense. Uh, walk me through um, the criteria you look for in a coach. I think a lot of yep. our listeners have businesses They've thought about hiring a coach because their business isn't growing at the rate they want to. They've heard good things about coaches. They've heard a bad thing about coaches. And it, it's just a messy process. Do you have a, like a top three things to look for in a good coach, which I assume yeah. are qualities you have? <laughs> and number two, yeah. uh, three qualities that if you hear they have, run as fast as you possibly can. So basically three qualities to avoid in a coach. Can you walk me through some of
1: those? Uh, Great question. Uh, So the first one I would say is they've had a successful business before. So you don't want somebody that read a bunch of books and they'll teach you what to do. No, you want somebody that understands the pain uh, of having to fire somebody, the pain of uh, 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 not being able to almost make payroll uh, from a financial standpoint. Like you want somebody that can really understand the real impact of being an entrepreneur and business owner. Um, So I would say that's one of the first ones. And, And our coaches are very successful. They could be doing a bunch of different things, but they like me want to give back and want to make a big impact. And we're doing that together. So uh, many of them have uh, eight figure businesses, in fact, that they've done or or still have. Um, So successful business, the the next is awareness. So I think it's really important for a coach to have awareness because that way they can see uh, their own blind spots and like what they don't have and be able to, uh, you know, say, Hey, that's not my strength. Well, let me bring in this person that that does have a strength there. But I see a lot of coaches that are either acting like they're good at everything, or they don't have the awareness that they're they're not. And they don't have awareness to understand uh, and relate to to, to, uh, certain businesses and people that they're working with to uh, help give them the best guidance. So I think that's a big one. Um, And then the next is uh, we are a holistic programs, so we talk about marketing and sales and fulfillment and hiring and finances. So we do need somebody that has the ability to have at least a a pretty solid understanding of what's needed in every single part of the business. So we're not necessarily looking for just one individual piece. We do have other uh, subject matter experts that we bring in for those pieces, but the coach needs to at any given time be able to to guide the business because we are a holistic coaching program. So I'd say uh, being well-rounded from a, a business standpoint would be a third. And then things to run away from are kind of the opposites of those. But if I had to think of any others, Um, I would say somebody that has been trained by the online marketing world that we live in, um, because, uh, if they are trained in that way, then their basic go-to is you just need more leads. And that is not from our opinion, the best strategy to build a very successful business. So a lot of people that are out there in the online marketing world, again, are just trying to drive more leads, but more leads, uh, leads to more costs. Usually we don't know the profitability or most businesses don't know the profitability of things. So they're actually burning most of their profits to try and drive more marketing. They aren't really strategic and intentional and differentiated with how they're going to convert that. They don't have a good sales system. They aren't maximizing LTV, yada, yada. There's like a lot of things that I would work on in a different order. And leads are very important. Like you're not going to have a business if you don't have leads. But at the same time, it's not the be all end all. And there's a really strategic order. So for instance, if we focus first on maximizing uh, LTV, customer lifetime value, and we just focus on just that, we create a better client experience, we create uh, 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 programs and products and offers that they stay with us much and they're worth a double or triple the amount, that means we could do the same things from a marketing and sales standpoint, and we can have double or triple the uh, revenue and, our costs don't go up double or triple. So that means we can you know, exponentially grow our profits. That's just one lever. So if we focus on the right things in the right order, you're going to really get ahead. And that's what we uh, uh, coach, uh, teach our coaches on. But a lot of them come in with that methodology of like, oh yeah, I learned that it's not just leads. It's a whole uh, process that that's needed for a successful business. Um, so if they have that, again, they're, they're probably going to be a good coach.
0: Makes sense. I feel like all those... Uh... Need more leads. People live on LinkedIn and message me 15 times a day.
1: <laughs> oh, man. They live on every platform. I see, yeah, them, on, see I'm on, them every day. I spend a little bit of time on Instagram and they are there and the ads are there. And uh, the thing is, they're not going away because that's people want it uh, quick and easy. And, uh, you know, there's obviously a lot of people buying that. But, uh, you know, my job is to help spread the message of, hey, there's a better, simpler way, one that can be more profitable and uh, uh, lead to, uh, you know, less time in the business. And that's what we try to preach.
0: What about the people that say I can get you on the first page of Google? I think that that line has been used for like ten years, and it's like that's not a real thing. Like it, you have to be relevant, you have to have quality score, you have to. I mean, there's so many components that make up that that oh, it's yeah. not even a real thing, and it's, it just seems like an empty promise and just a marketing line, and just and it annoys me.
1: Uh, it, it it annoys the heck out of me as well, and uh, again, I don't think it's all going away. So the best we can do is educate people uh, to 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 avoid that, because I I went through so many marketing gurus and agencies and different things until I learned oh. Like, I'll I'll need those when I need them, but it's on me to set them up for success by having a good differentiated product and offer and the right strategy and uh, some of the positioning elements and, you know, maximizing LTV and some of the things that the marketing agencies, because like some of them may have, you know, bad intentions, but like most of them don't, they just, they're just offering the best thing that they know how. But if they don't help the business with the actual things that they need help with, then they're going to fail from from what they're trying to do from a marketing standpoint. So again, there's an order to things and uh, having the proper strategy and model is so important before we get to some of those fancy things.
0: 100%, and I think a lot of businesses uh, don't think about, what if I give this company a bunch of leads and they don't take care of them? What if I give them a bunch of leads and they don't answer the phone properly? What if I give them a bunch of leads and they mess up the customer experience, then what? Yeah. yeah. You know, and that, uh, in my opinion, is worse than not having enough leads because then you have all these reviews out there that are bad. You have all these yep. customers that have been happy. You have all these drop ball experiences. It's going to take you a lot longer to recover from that than if you have less leads, but you take care of those leads. So it's, exactly. I think that's a ramp up process. So you have so many people working right now, you can't handle a uh, five-driple, you know, drip-down, uh, Customer base to all of a sudden twenty five because now you've just five times your number of customers. You don't have the staff to even handle that much. So of yeah. course the customer service is not going to be great. And now you're affecting the brand. Now you're affecting the, the you know people's image of the company. It's like there's like you said, there's so much that goes into it. People have to understand. Well, let's let's ramp you up slowly, but carefully and do it the right way and not just turn the faucet on full blast and good luck and walk away. And a lot of companies I think do that. They just like they said, they focus strictly on leads. It's about increasing your leads, but they're not really too concerned, unfortunately, because they're not a holistic program. They're not mm-hmm. concerned about the you know, the trickle down effect of having all those leads and what it does to your 100%. reputation, and you can't fix that easily.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, all of the things that you said, and there's there's more costs. Like there's a lot of money that goes into that, and they are only creating more chaos and less success by doing that. So most people don't understand that, but I am spot on with the with, with you there, David.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I came from the online marketing space for a period of time uh, because I wanted to understand how the world was changing, how we're getting away from magazines and newspapers and, you know, billboards and radio advertisements and how everything is online. Everyone's got a phone. So I at least wanted to understand the power of online marketing and power of social media and power of keywords and so on and so forth uh, so I could run my own business. And I think it's definitely easier to hire someone that knows it and knows it well and loves and breathes it, knows all the updates um mm-hmm. but it's just it is a slippery slope it is a always changing medium and you have to let the professionals do what they do best and Absolutely. if you try to do it all which we all do we all wear 100 hats but the minute you let go and let the professionals do what they do best that's when you really see that 2x 3x 4x start to happen
1: you're exactly right yep.
0: well awesome it's been great having you on the show i really appreciate you taking the time and i love what you're doing and i love all the the success stories that you're generating uh, for all the people now at the edge of their chair, waiting to hear how they can hire you, and how they get a hold of you. Uh, please share your website, your social media handles. We want to give out your email or phone number, whatever you're comfortable giving out, so people yes. can reach out to you and you can start helping some people listen to the show and maybe be friends with people listening to the show as well because they know someone that needs your help as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I appreciate that. And I would love to have anybody uh, reach out. If you're looking to to scale the business to to multiple seven figures or getting your time back uh, in your business, uh, hopefully we can help. So our website is 2x.co. Uh, that's number two, letter x.co. Uh, very short and simple. We've got a lot of resources there. I've got a couple books, uh, one of which was just released uh, called the two-week vacation test, uh, talking about time freedom. So really excited to share that. So you can find that on Amazon and uh, my social media uh, handle. My main one is Uh, on uh, Instagram. It's at Netzley, N-E-T-Z-L-E-Y. That's my last name. So you can find us there, but everything will go through 2x.co. Check that out. Check out the books and uh, we'd love to support.
0: Excellent. Well, Austin, again, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for educating us and giving us the insight we need to take our business to the next level.
1: Appreciate you. Keep doing what you're doing, David. It's awesome to see.
0: Well, thank you, Austin. I really appreciate it. And you've listened to another episode of the Perky Cow Radio Show. Thank you for tuning in. What is the Perky Collar? It is a collar support system for dress shirts. That's right, over 18,000 of these amazing devices have been sold globally. How does it work? Lift the collar, add the Perky Collar with the long tapered ends on top, lower your collar on top, adjust to make sure it's even around the collar, and that's it. You've now transformed your droopy, saggy dress shirt collar to a brand new looking dress shirt ready to tackle Sweaters, jackets, blazers, and the collar still stays nice and tall. How do you find it? The website is perkyllc.com. That's spelled P is in Paul, E is in elephant, R is in Robert, K is in kangaroo, Y is in yo-yo. LLC, LarryLarryCharlie.com. That's perkyllc.com. Get yours today, or if you're in Charlotte, North Carolina visiting or live here, feel free to come by South Park Mall's kiosk located between Francesca's and Toomey best entrance is Maggiano's and Cheesecake Factory. See you soon. Look your best. Have a great day. Perky LLC is a clothing innovation company. We solve clothing-related problems, such as a droopy, saggy dresser collar. The pocket square that doesn't seem to sit still pop- properly, it unfolds, it falls down the shirt that keeps coming untucked, collar stays that keep curling on you, and more and more issues with your belt. Cracking, splitting, holeless belts are the solution. You can adjust them by a quarter inch instead of having to go up an inch or down an inch. What about that lapel you want to use as an accent color to match a dress or as a color accent to your wardrobe? This and many other fun fashion accessories are available at perkyllc.com. Beyond innovation, we also have fashion accessories. Bow ties, you name it, from feather to blingy to wooden, even wooden ones that move, even wooden ones that showcase the skyline of cities all across the country. Check out perkyllc.com for all these great fashion accessories and innovative solutions. Are you ready to publish your own book? Do you have a story to tell? Does the world need to hear your story? Now is your chance. Go to https colon forward slash com forward slash Perky Collar Radio Show. That's right, it's as simple as that. They'll walk you through every step needed to publish your own book. And watch out, be ready to be an Amazon bestseller, maybe a Wall Street Journal bestseller, or maybe even New York Times bestseller. It all starts with a single step, and having the right team around you. Again, go to https colon forward slash go. G-O dot bestsellingbook.com forward slash Perky Collar Radio Show. Look forward to seeing your amazing results.